Hello, everyone. Welcome to or welcome back to Unpacking Potato, the podcast where I, Henny, the self-proclaimed potato, unpack a variety of different topics. Today is a very special episode for me because it is my 30th birthday. Um, I've been hyping it up to myself (laughs) for the last couple months. Um, I think 30 is like a big milestone for anybody, um, but for me, it's meant a lot of different things and I really wanted to wait to record this episode on the day of my birthday. I usually record a couple days in advance at least, so I have time to edit it and all that kind of stuff, but today I knew I wanted to talk about my birthday and I wanted to do it in real time, so I, it is currently five. 5 p.m. on my birthday and I'm going to tell you all about today and how I feel about aging and what I think about societal pressures um, around aging especially in women and yeah so before we get fully started um, we cannot forget our mindful moment so bringing your attention to your face and move that to your jaw make sure your tongue is not stuck to the roof of your mouth and pay attention to see if your jaw is tight anywhere specific in the hinge underneath in like your cheekbones even and maybe take your hands and massage it out a little bit and bring that attention up to your eyes and if you can close them and look side to side up and down and give yourself a big eye roll And move that attention up to your eyebrows and your forehead. Release your eyebrows so your forehead's not tense. And massage your temples a little bit. And maybe even around your head. Give it a little bit of a massage with your fingers, just the tips of your fingers to get that tension out. Now we're gonna do our shoulders. I'm going to bring your shoulders up to your ears, squeeze, 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 and release. Let's do that one more time. Up to your ears, squeeze, and release. And then one big breath together. Good job. So... The big 3-0, <laughs> 30 flirty and thriving, all of the things. Um, yeah, I'm officially 30. Oh my gosh. I am so excited to start the next decade of my life and to officially be in my 30s. I think mentally I've been like 55 <laughs> since I was like 22. So I welcome and embrace aging. I definitely haven't always Um done that when I was you know 19 and 20 I was like oh I'm getting so old and 25 I was like I'm having a quarter-life crisis I mean fair enough back then I actually had a lot of issues um, (laughs) that contributed to that thought I was you know not happy in a relationship that I did not want to be in at the time I guess and yeah there were lots of things to it when I was in my mid-20s not specifically 25 but just mid-20s um but anyway I digress as per normal um this birthday has just meant so much to me because of a couple main reasons one 
And I think I think the one and biggest reason is that I was able to spend it with my parents. Um, I went to boarding school for high school after grade nine, and my birthday lies on the first day of school, first day of classes, first day of work, like all of the above, usually, <laughs> like tomorrow, um, which is Monday the 10th. You, most of you are probably starting back at work or at school if you're in university or whatever. Um, so, you know, once I left home for, um, school, I was never home for my birthday. I didn't spend it with my parents and birthdays were never like a huge thing in my family to begin with. Um, but they meant a lot for me. I usually spend it, um, as a day of reflection. I mentioned it in the new year's resolution, um, episode that my birthday, because it's so close to new year's, it's like a big week and or two weeks of self-reflection and, um, yeah, just like seeing what my life is about right now. Um, and that time is just very important to me personally. Um, but I've never been the one to make like a huge deal about my birthday, or I, at least I tried not to. And sometimes if I like let it slip, then, you know, because I do, I do want to feel special on my birthday. I mean, who doesn't? Um, but anyway, uh, it's my first birthday with my parents in a long time and it's my 30th. So that was really special for me. Um, I, you know, wanted to have like a big party and all this kind of stuff, like, like three years ago or five years ago or something when people were talking about turning 30, cause a lot of my friends were turning 30 and they were talking about having big parties or actually having big parties. And I was like, Oh, I wonder what my 30th will look like. Obviously with COVID, a lot of those, um, plans did not work out. I had a lot of different plans of, um, wanting to celebrate with my friends, having a party or doing, um, something, uh, with dance or anything like that. But again, because of COVID, it just didn't work out that way. And as much as that sucks, because I would have loved to spend it with um, my friends, I am just so thankful that I was able to be here and be with my parents and be healthy. Um, I did have like a COVID scare and I was worried in that time um, of being tested and waiting for my results. I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to spend it with them. Um, and like, I'm so close to them and I'm going to have to face that no on my birthday, like, and have to quarantine or isolate. And I was really nervous, but I was so happy to get the negative result and to be feeling like way better the next day. Um, I think I just had like a little tickle in my throat and I just got like extra anxious because I'm so like excited and nervous for, or not nervous, but excited for the day. Um, but yeah, so I was happy to spend it. And honestly, I cried so much today. Um, and for me crying just like even a little bit is so much because I don't cry often. Um, I cry very easily when it's like happy tears. I think I get happy tears more easily than anything else. And, um, so for today I woke up and, um, my partner made an amazing breakfast for me. He made me my favorite things and had it all plated really nicely and like brought it out to me. And he made me like a mimosa type thing, but I'm not drinking alcohol. So he made it virgin. Like it was just very sweet and thoughtful and just started off my day so great. And then I actually had my meeting set up with Charlene Harris, the photographer that did my boudoir shoot in December. And I talk about that in my body love episode. Um, we had the meeting today for the unveiling of the photos. And usually the photos are ready within like two, three weeks, I think is what she said. And I asked her if we could put it off 
until today. And she was kind enough to accommodate me and video call with me to show me my photos today. And she asked me if I wanted a morning or even evening session. And I was like, oh no, morning for sure. Like I want to see, I'm so excited to see them. And so we had that this morning and that was an emotional roller coaster. I was so happy to see them. She did such a beautiful job. And Chloe Lorraine, MUA on uh, Instagram, she did my makeup for it and my hair and I just looked so good and I like didn't even recognize the girl in the photos and I said it in the um body love episode like I knew I was gonna like the photos no no matter what because I felt so good doing them I was like there's no way I won't like them but my anxiety and my brain has still had those like thoughts of like well what if they're terrible like what if you felt amazing and she's amazing and your makeup's amazing but you still all you can still like see is like the imperfections in your body that you don't like or the things that stand out to you like what if that's all that that you can see or it's not what you want it to be or whatever like I had all these doubts in my head as well um that I had to actively fight to be like no it was an amazing experience she's amazing she's such a talented photographer and I felt really good in my body then it's gonna be great and that kind of thing and when I finally saw the photos I my rational brain not my anxiety brain (laughs) was correct and the photos are amazing. I absolutely love them so much. I bought the entire gallery. <laughs> she was like, okay, so let me know what you want to buy. And I was like, all of it. <laughs> Give me all of it. Here, take all my money. Um, I was, because I've been saving up for it. Like I had this money in my, saved in my bank account for like three months, like ever since I um, booked the session with her. So I was like, just take it all. Like this is my 30th gift to myself. And I'm so, so happy I did that. If any of you are like, wanting to do something like that, do a boudoir shoot for yourself, um, please do it. (laughs) Especially if you're in um, the Comox Valley, uh, please book Charlene. She's absolutely amazing. She also does shoots in Victoria from time to time. Um, She just made me feel so comfortable. And the photos, she also, I asked her, I was like, did you like, do like photoshop my arms because like my arms are one of my biggest insecurities and I looked they looked really good in the photo so I was like this is these are not the arms I'm used to seeing in the mirror and she was like no I don't um alter bodies uh she smooths out skin and like obviously does editing with like lighting and stuff like that but she doesn't actually photoshop body parts to make them any smaller or more voluptuous you know or anything like that and I absolutely love that when I heard that I didn't even know that was like her thing um I didn't know that was like her uh, values in terms of what she does as a photographer, but that's what she told me. She's like, no, that's what, you know, I don't do that. And I was like, yeah, like, I love that. Like, I think that so many photographers do do that and they alter bodies in the in a way where they think is like the societal standard of beauty. And then you look at it and you're like, wow, that's not really me. And then it's like a whole other form of messing with your brain in terms of your body image so the fact that she doesn't do that was really amazing and the fact that I still looked absolutely amazing (laughs) like I it's like weird saying that but like I look good in those photos like I it's still I still it doesn't feel like it's me (laughs) and I'm still like in awe but yeah I highly recommend that you check that out um as a gift to yourself like it doesn't always have to be for somebody else, like a partner or something, like just do it for yourself. It's it's so good. And just having a professional do that and that experience is really, really worth um, the investment, like for sure, because I'm going to have these photos for years to come and I'll look back on them when I'm, you know, old and wrinkly and <laughs> saggy or whatever. Um, and I'll be like, wow, I'm beautiful now, but I was still beautiful then. <laughs> I hope that's how I feel. 
Um, but anyway, yeah, so that was my morning. And then we had lunch with my parents. And in Korea, um, on your birthday, you have miyokguk, which is seaweed soup. And you have that on your birthday. And it's also something you have like after you give birth. So I think that's why you have it on your birthday. Um, like uh, people make it for brand new moms to like help them get back on their feet because it's supposed to be very nutritious and really good for you. Um, so the tradition is that you have it on your birthday as well. And I haven't had miyokguk with my mom or like my mom's miyokguk in like years. And I think it's been literally like seven years. Um, I've made it for myself but in the past, but I haven't had my mom make, her, make it for me. So we had that and we had a bunch of other dishes. She like made a feast for us for lunch and she like, she cooked all morning and the, prepped the day before. Like I smelled it in the house and I heard it. And um, yeah, it was just so amazing. And I got so emotional at dinner, just like having that soup and like, I'm getting emotional just like talking about it now, but like just being so thankful that I'm here celebrating with them. Um, and being able to you know spend it with them and have birthday soup <laughs> so like the smallest things just like got me going and so emotional and i've just like had such a wild ride for the last decade um i just think this is such a great way to start off my next one um and then after that my partner took me on a lovely walk in the woods um here and it has it snowed much more than normal here and so he was like we should probably bring snowshoes because he wasn't sure like how many people had walked the trails and if they were plowed or anything like that and I was like we're in BC it's like not freezing weather I don't think we're gonna need them and he's like no no like we should definitely take them so we took them and I was right <laughs> We didn't need them, but it was still really cute that he still like wanted to have everything prepared, like just in case and took it. And he still wore his snowshoes for like half of the walk or not even half, like a quarter of the walk, um, widening, widening the trail because the trail was made by like just people walking. It wasn't actually plowed. So he actually put his snowshoes on and walked next to me as I walked where it was already packed down. So he could, he could walk next to me. And then he was like, I'm packing down the snow for the next people. And like, it was just so sweet um and the weather was beautiful it was like four degrees out and the sun was out and the snow was so pretty in the woods and just so pretty and then we came home and uh we had cake and then my friend came by and surprised me with like the most adorable things ever and just made me feel so special and like honestly everyone's just made me feel so special and so loved today like I'm actually so overwhelmed um I you know, you get your happy birthday wishes on Facebook and Instagram and all these things every year. But I think I feel like this year just hit me so hard because last year I was alone and it wasn't it just didn't feel the same. And this year, like I had friends send me flowers from across the country. I had people send me messages and I had like one friend send me a message on Instagram. She texted me and then like called me and she was like, I'm covering all my bases <laughs> and like just to like make me feel special and every single person whether they messaged me privately or if they posted on my Facebook wall or you know they commented on my birthday post um because I posted a couple photos from the boudoir shoot on my Instagram like 
every single person that took their time out of their day to post something to wish me a happy birthday. Like it means the absolute world to me. And I'm definitely that like weird person that likes the comment and then will reply to every single comment being like, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm like, this is extra. (laughs) I was thinking, I was like, this is super extra. I could just like them and then post like a thank you everybody for the well wishes type of thing. But I was like, no, I'm going to comment on every single one of them because they took time out of their day. And and, like, I just want to thank them for it because it just means so much to me. Um, So that's what I did for like a good 30 minutes was just respond to everybody's messages. Um, But yeah, and then they left and I've just been relaxing and now I have now sat down to record this episode so that I can have it ready and out for 9 p.m. And oh, I just realized my um, giveaway. So I did my first giveaway as well. It was, I was giving away three $30 gift cards to either Starbucks or Tim Hortons, whichever is available to you. And it just closed now and I'm about to pick, um, pick the winners and then I'll post them as well on my Instagram and then everything will be ready. (laughs) So I was like, I need to start recording sooner rather than later. So I'm not like trying to edit it and put it all together like super last minute. But and so obviously I got started like way too early, but you know, that's okay. That's how I do. Um, The plans for the rest of the night, I'm actually going to do something that I do every single birthday. I have a tradition with myself and I think recording a podcast episode is going to be another tradition on top of that. Um, I write a letter to myself. I've been doing this since I was 25 years old. I write a letter to myself for my past self and my future self. And then I talk about what I did on that birthday. So I I started this when I was 25 and I just wrote a letter to my 26-year-old self to be like, hey, I have all these questions for you. This is what you did on your birthday. Like, how's life kind of thing and ask all these questions. And then on my 26th birthday, I addressed 25-year-old me, answered those questions, talked about what I did on my 26th birthday, and then again, put those questions back on my 27th um, self, (laughs) I guess. And it's been a really good thing to look back on my years. I'm not a everyday journaler. Um, I don't write what I did every single day. I don't really document that well. Um, but doing it on my birthday has been like a huge eye opener in how much I've grown and how much I've changed as a person too. And I think I'll also, um, today, cause it is the five year mark since I've been starting this also write to my 25 year old self. And in doing this, I've learned a few things other than like what I just said with how much I've changed and grown and all that kind of stuff. This exercise really helps me, um, with my self-love because when I address past me. So this year it'll be 29 year old me. When I address that person in like a third person type of way, not like, oh, here to you or whatever. I have so much more compassion for that person, that version of me. Like when I was going through my divorce and having like all these things happen and you know, even last year with COVID and all these things, like I was always really hard on myself. And I feel like a lot of people, um, especially women can relate to this. We're super hard on ourselves for not getting over people or not doing things this certain way or not moving on fast enough, or even like a failure in a marriage, a failure in a relationship, a failure in a job, like all these things, like we're so, so hard on ourselves. It's, actually mind-boggling um the way I would talk to myself when I was going through some of the hardest moments in my life where I was where I felt so alone um and then a year later I would look back and be like hey you know what these are all the things you actually will accomplish this year and like that is so 
it's just so powerful. Um, so like for this year, for example, I will be, um, writing a letter at the end of the day. So I do it right before I go to bed. Um, I'll be reading the letter I wrote myself last year and I will address 29 year old me and I will tell her, um, what she will do this year. So what 29 year old me should expect. (laughs) I hope I'm explaining this correctly. So I'll basically outline the whole process of like how I left the military and how I moved back to my, you know, the town where my parents live and how I'm still with my partner and like how we've grown as a couple and how I've grown as a person and how I've been doing these things and how I start a podcast and like all these things. I'll like explain it to her as if I'm actually talking to her from the future. Like if I was to go and face to face meet 29 year old me on my birthday to be like, this is what's coming up. Like get excited. Like that's how I write the letter. And it's so cool to write that in a way and like read it back to myself to be like, wow, this is actually like what I did this year. Like good for you. Um, and actually be happy for myself of my accomplishments. Or if the year was filled with hardships, it's a time for me to sit down and be compassionate with myself for everything I've gone through and the resiliency that I've shown and be proud of myself for the resiliency, but like super compassionate about what I've gone through rather than sitting there being like, you know, as, as I normally would to be like, oh, like, how are you not out of this funk already? Like, how are you, how have you not gotten over your depression already? How are you still anxious every single day? Like, why, like, what's wrong with you? Like, everyone else seems to be having a good life. Like, these are all the negative things that go through my head. But when I do this exercise, it doesn't happen that way. And it's just such a good, like, kick in my kick 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 in my butt to be like this is how you should be talking to yourself all the time is like with this compassion and this understanding and the excitement of like what's to come um yeah and then I answer the questions that the last year version of me have written for myself because I have plans for the next year and then I basically ask like does this happen does this happen like what's going on with this now like how are these people doing or like whatever the questions are and then I'll answer those questions and then I'll write exactly what I did all day um all the highlights of the day basically and then I'll write my questions for 31 year old me and I'll ask how my first year of being 30 went um and I just think this is such a good I just wanted to share this I want to share this like scream it from the rooftops and encourage others to do it because I've benefited so much from this exercise and like doing it every single year and making a tradition to do it on my birthday and like some years I I missed my birthday and I'll do it on like the 10th or 8th or 11th like after my birthday's passed but it doesn't matter because you know as long as it's not before my birthday because then I can write down what I did on my birthday um it's just such a good like reminder to myself of everything I've gone through and a lot of things get missed um I sit and reread those Um, letters to myself not frequently but once in a while and it's really um, unbelievable how much I forget (laughs) of like the things I've gone through or the things I've endured or the things I've accomplished I forget a lot of it and it's really nice to go back and like revisit that kind of stuff Um, so I share it with I share it with you today and I hope that you do something similar on your birthday or at New Year's or something like that because I think it'll really help you um look at yourself from like an outside perspective in a kinder way. And I think everyone deserves more of that, whether or not you're already nice to yourself every single day or you're not. Um, I think it's just such a good, um, 
thing to just try. So I encourage you to do it. You don't have to if you don't want to. As per usual, that's my continuing disclaimer. But um, yeah, I think it's just really cool. And I want to share with everyone. And I really want to actually design like a book that you can do it because I right now do it all on the computer. Um, my printing is absolutely horrendous. So if I wrote it on and, and I would not be able to reread it <laughs> later on. Um, but I wanted to design like a journal um, with the same thing. And um have that available for people to write for people that are better at writing um by hand and have like something like as a keepsake I think it's just such a cool thing so I am actually in the process of thinking about that and doing that um I just designed like my first um digital planner for myself and I really want to make that something that I want to um something that I can make available for other people um, and design like different types and like habit trackers and all this type of stuff. Like I just did it and it was so fun to do. And I really enjoy like the whole process of like designing it and like imagining up all the different things that you could um, track or write or whatever. So those things will be in the future. So if you're interested in that, stay tuned. I'm sure I'll update all of you on Instagram about it. Um, and that maybe that'll be like my little side biz, but, um, I just think it's just like a really good thing to do in terms of like exercise, (laughs) exercising your emotional and mental wellness. Um, okay. Continuing forward. I just talked about myself for this whole time. So if you have stuck it with me till now, thank you so much. I appreciate you. You're awesome. Um, I also really want to touch on aging and societal pressures of aging and how when like people are freaking out about turning 30, there's so many different reasons, but most of those reasons are reasons that society has put into our brain. So when I was 20 and I was turning 20, I was like, oh my God, I'm like in my twenties now, I'm a full blown adult. Like I need to know what I'm doing with my life. Like, holy shit. And all these pressures. And I was like, when I'm 30, I'm going to have more of these pressures. I'm going to have like a biological clock ticking and I'm going to be you know, wanting to be settled down and in my career. And I had all these things like, because I was like a very future thinking person and I still am, but just not in the same way anymore. Um, But now, honestly, I am just so excited for my 30s. I have none of that anxiety of like my biological clock ticking or anything like that because I've basically told myself if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I don't have like a set plan anymore in terms of that. Um, And two, I know what it feels like to be in a job that absolutely sucks the life out of you (laughs) and I know what it's like to be in a marriage that does the same thing and so I think that has taken off an immense amount of pressure on me to be wanting those like quote-unquote things because I've already kind of been there and realized that it's not all jacked up to what society makes you think it is so I actually think this experience of turning 30 has been a lot healthier and I really don't give a shit anymore (laughs) about what people think about me, um, what society thinks about me. Obviously, I still care and obviously I still have like moments. I'm still human, but compared to when I was 20 and 25, I care a lot less and I care a lot more about me in a way that is, it can be seen as selfish and I'm okay with that. I'm not in a place where I'm constantly trying to figure out what the right 
quote unquote, right, big quotes, right path or the right um, avenue for work, for life, for relationship, friendships, like needing all these friends. Like I just have such a big, um, I I have such a different view on it now that I think I'm just so much more comfortable. And I think that shows a lot in the boudoir shoot. Like I have done a boudoir shoot, like I said, in the past and the photographer was amazing. It was a very similar experience, except back then I was so much more uncomfortable in my skin and I was probably the exact same size as I am now. And I was so much more critical of myself and so much more worried. Like I didn't share the photos with anybody, even the ones that were like slightly PG. I didn't share them with anybody because I didn't want to be seen as, I don't know, attention seeking or too sexual or any of these things. But today... I picked my two favorite that, yeah, they're they're not definitely, they're definitely not the ones that show the most skin. Um, They are more covered, but I definitely, they're still sexy and I feel sexy in it, but I'm okay sharing it because I'm not sitting here worried. What are people going to think? What are people going to think about these photos? Like, are they going to judge me for posting it or whatever? And now I'm thinking if they do judge me, that's on them and it's not a reflection on me. And like, I'm so proud of myself to be in this position because <laughs> I was not in this position. And I definitely have, like I said, I still have moments, but the majority of the time I'm in this type of mindset. And I think that's just so much more comfortable to be in. Society tells us as women that as we age, our value decreases, whether that's in dating whether that's in careers, whether that's in family life, our value is seen as decreasing, like our value to society is seen as decreasing every year that we age. And I call such big bullshit on that. And I'm sure a lot of you agree with me, (laughs) but I wanted to unpack that a little bit just to bring some more light to the situation. So in terms of or value as women, society likes to pin us as good for mothering, good for caring, and nurturing. And biologically speaking, quote unquote, because now, you know, medicine's in <laughs> so much better that it, you don't have to be 20 to have like a healthy pregnancy. You can be older than that for sure. Like there's people that are in their fifties having babies and that's it. They're healthy and it's fine. Like, sure. There are some risk factors. Like I'm not oblivious to that. And I'm not saying that those aren't valid, but I'm saying that it's not, we're not in like the 1950s anymore where There's no help with that. And you don't have to be young to have a healthy pregnancy. Whereas the, but the mindset still continues. The mindset continues that the quote unquote best age to have kids is like between the 25 and 32 or 33 or whatever, maybe not even 30. Um, Maybe it's 23 to 30. I don't know. I don't know the actual numbers on it, but this is just like what's been ingrained into my brain ever since I was like early 20s. Society likes to tell us that that's the best time. Therefore, you need to have. Oh, oh, also, you need to be married. You can't have a kid without being married, according to society. And if you do, then you're looked down on and you're irresponsible because a piece of paper apparently changes your ability to parent a child (laughs) anyway (laughs) um yeah society likes to tell us all these different things and ingrain them into our brain through media and through all sorts of different things and these pressures just build and build and build and then all of a sudden we have this timeline and this is going back to my timeline episode 
we have this timeline of like what we have to do to be considered going on the right path or a good path or a beneficial path or whatever, however you want to frame it. That's what it says. So if you're like me and you're in your 30s or late 20s or whatever, and you are not married, not in the career that you think you're going to be in for the rest of your life, or you don't have, you know, anything, you feel like you don't have anything figured out. I just want to tell you, like, didn't you have a time where you did think you had it figured out? Because like, I feel like nine times out of 10, I ask, I can ask this to someone and they will have some sort of example of something they've planned, whether it's like as small as like a birthday party to like a five-year plan. And it did not work out the exact same way that they had planned and they still did okay. Or on the contrary, maybe it went exactly as it planned, as you planned it. Maybe you're like me and you had a year by year, like just perfect plan and put perfect in big air quotes and you got through it and then at the end of that five years when you were looking at another five-year plan you thought to yourself what the heck did I do for the last five years I did not enjoy life I put it on auto um autopilot and I didn't enjoy it I don't know what happened and I'm not happy right now like it's depleted the joy from my life like that's what happened to me so either way like there's no right or wrong way of living life and aging is just a part of life and it's not like a negative thing towards us. I'm like on such a tangent right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, but you bet you should be used to it by now if you have listened to more than one episode. But anyway, my point is aging doesn't define you. Aging is a beautiful thing and it's a privilege. Some people don't make it to 30. Some people, you know, that's like just a reality. People die young and it's really unfortunate and I think we forget that sometimes like hitting a milestone like until we hit like 99 to 100 we're like you think oh no like that's that's a big deal like that like you get celebrated just for making that age but I feel like you should you should celebrate that every year because if you look like there's other people who have friends or family members who didn't make it to that age so I think it's a blessing I think it's a gift and I have had thoughts of what am I doing with my life? Where am I going? But I refuse. I refuse to allow societal pressures to continue those thoughts in a way where it's not beneficial to me. It's okay to think about your life, reflect and be like, what am I doing with my life? There's nothing wrong with that. But if the only reason you're doing that is because you think you're doing something wrong based on what you think society thinks is right, then that's not okay. Because that's not how you should live out your life. You should not live out your life by this arbitrary rules that you think exist in the world. And I'm not blaming you for it. Society literally puts us on us in every avenue possible. But if that's the only reason you're sitting there questioning your life, I invite you to flip that narrative on the head and go, okay, how about I look at what my life is like on my standards? What are my values? What do I find important in life? Because if you, if all you want, if all you wanted since you were like a little baby getting your doll for the first time was to have kids, then go for it. Focus about kids. But if you've never in your day thought about having kids in your entire life, and the only reason you're thinking about it is because you're hitting 30 and you're like, people are like, oh, your eggs are now like half down to what they were when you were 22. 
like if that's the only reason you're thinking about it then like you don't need to like yes consider it for sure consider all the options but don't sit there like stressing about it even if it's not something that you actually want or care about if you if all you wanted was to have a successful career but people are like oh no you're getting older like the men the, or like if you're if you're straight and you're a woman and you like dating men and people tell you oh the men as you get older they're not good like you need to lock one down when you're younger or else like they come with like too much like quote-unquote baggage or whatever no you don't care about that you care about your career so go for your career you know like that's not that's, if that's not what your goals are then like why even consider it that's like being like if you're if you want to be like an olympian for I don't know javelin (laughs) I don't know why that's the first thing that came to my head say you want to go to the olympics for javelin but other people were like you know who's way cooler than javelinists (laughs) I don't know what they're called (laughs) maybe I should google it um you know who's way cooler than that it's people that do olympic fencing so instead of throwing the long stick you should hold on to it and try to poke people with it (laughs) I don't know why I'm using this as an example, but you're, if, I hope you're following. So if you're like, no, all I've wanted to do is throw this javelin as far as I possibly humanly can. I don't want to poke people. People like annoy me. I want to do this by myself. I don't want to have to train with somebody else. You wouldn't even consider that. Just because someone else said something, you would not consider it. Maybe you would think about it for a split second, but then you'd be like, no, this is what I've actually wanted to do my whole life. So when it comes to life, especially for women and like babies and marriage and careers and all these things, why do we listen so much to what is considered a good age? You know? So I'm 30. Other people might be like, okay, by 30, you should have a house. You should have kids. You should have a stable job and um, thinking about your retirement investments and blah, blah, blah. And you should be married. Like all these things. I'm like, no, (laughs) I refuse. I reject all of your things. No, thank you. I will next caller. (laughs) I am trying to figure out those things for sure. But I'm totally okay with the fact that I don't have any of those things. Um, I don't have my own house. I have a partner who I love and I do truly believe will be my forever partner, but we're not married. We're not worried about being being married and I don't have kids. I don't think about kids, but I have dogs and dogs are amazing. I love them so much. Um, They don't talk back to me, (laughs) although they revolt in their own ways um, by refusing to come inside after they pee, but you know, that's a whole other thing. But I'm just saying like, why, like, we just have to live our own life. If other people say that being 30 makes you less valuable and less beautiful, less sexy, or you can't be sexy, you're too old to be sexy. No, screw that. Be sexy, be confident, be loud, and be whoever the hell you want to be. That's what I say. And if you are young, if you're 20, 22, you know, I don't know, 16, I don't know if there's any teenage girls listening to this. If you're young, don't worry about getting old and don't be also like don't be too excited for it it's a double-edged sword I feel like if you're young and you're excited to grow up if you're say you're a teenager you're excited to be 20 to move out of your house and you know have responsibilities all these things sometimes adulthood sucks (laughs) and being a teenager as much as the hardship there's hardships that come with it there are lots of benefits as well my biggest piece of advice to you is don't rush through life I think that is, it's just 
a piece of advice that I got from somebody and I think a lot of people do too and you just kind of roll your eyes at them and you scoff you're like ah you old lady you know whatever (laughs) what do you what do you know um but I really think that is so important to acknowledge and if me saying it once more can help you maybe listen to it a little bit more then I've done my job (laughs) don't rush through life things will come as they come and if things aren't happening the way you think they should be happening be kind to yourself through the process it like things will happen when they're supposed to happen like I believe in that so much now I think forcing things is just not a good time for anybody I don't regret anything that I did in my 20s because it made me who I am today and I had this conversation with my partner about how I'm thankful for the things I've gone through because it made me um realize a lot of things including my own self-worth including what I want in a partner in a relationship all these things um but it's also important to acknowledge that they were pretty crappy and getting through them at the time was really difficult so if you are going through a difficult time right now or if you are feeling stuck or if you're feeling any of those things just know you're not alone and just know that no matter what time will pass and this moment will also pass thank you so much for listening to today's episode and spending my birthday with me um i hope you enjoyed a little snippet into my life and what i like to do on my birthday um in terms of the letter to myself and that kind of thing and i am just so grateful for every single one of you i am so excited for the next decade i can't i just can't say that enough i'm just it's just it's just so great. I'm just so grateful that you're all coming along with me for the ride. Um, if you continue, if you choose to continue listening, (laughs) I hope you do. Um, but yes, so as usual, if you're listening during the day, um, tomorrow or whenever, I hope you have a great day. If you're listening in the evening, I hope you have a wonderful and restful sleep and I will catch you next time. Bye. Thank you to my partner, Vince, for the music. And this episode was sponsored by potatoes, but I would say more specifically, cheesecake. (laughs) I don't think there's potatoes in cake, but if there was, I would eat it.